John Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. Um, I like kink stuff too. Do you guys like kink stuff? Weirdly, more people into kink stuff than sexting. <laughs> Everyone's like, don't sext uh, BDSM. Yes. <laughs> okay. Me and the last guy I was dating, we, we would do a lot of like kink stuff. Um, he would tie me up, handcuff me to the bed, and I would always be like, watch out. Like, one of these days, I'm going to tie up you. <laughs> um, flirty. <laughs> and I finally did it, and... Uh, once you have a grown man tied up, there are just not a lot of options of things to do to his body, and none of them are pleasurable for you. <laughs> He's just lying there like, uh, I hope nobody sucks my dick. <laughs> it's so sad, because I always like thought that I did stuff during sex, and then you like tie up the guy or fucking, and you're like, oh no, I'm just being pulled places. Hello, Sutniks. That was Rachel Sennett from her set on Refinery29 and Comedy Central's collab series taking the stage you can see that whole set on comedy central stand up youtube page so check that out and uh, i'm tom takar this is stand up with tom takar and i am joined as always by producer extraordinaire coach t how are you coach i'm doing well man how you doing I'm good, man. My cats are going yeah, wild like, what in the here. Hell is that I don't going know if you can hear it. Yeah, they are going nuts. It's uh, it's a lot to pay. It's crazy how high they can jump. They're scaring the shit out of man. me over here. I thought you were getting Jesus robbed back Christ. there, man. <laughs> They're roughing me up. I, I got to be honest. I'm tied to a chair. Joke detective <laughs> turned on me. I went too far, coach. I dug too deep. You just had to keep digging, you didn't you? I'm gonna, they're beating me up, trying to shake information out of me. Maybe yeah. don't dig any deeper into these jokes. Maybe let these jokes die. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, I'm, this is crazy. Uh, I might have to put my cats upstairs, but for now, let's just uh, let's just roll with it. What? Is, so I opened with Sutnicks here, Coach. Oh, yeah. Brought a smile to my face. I I knew you'd like it, but I gotta tell you, we got some more submissions here. Hotter than Sutnik, though. I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, I don't I don't want to make this call too early. And we're also getting a lot of people who are saying who are responding like, "Hey, it's a chucklehead." So they're leaning into chucklehead. I, I don't know. <laughs> Listen. Some people like chucklehead. I know you said it makes it sound like I'm calling people fat or something, but I've I don't never, think so. <laughs> I, I would never want to hung out with somebody who would like the imagery of a chucklehead like that. What is this guy? That guy eats pizza too much or something. Sure. That's, dude, who hates a guy who eats pizza too much? Oh, it's gotten to become a physical problem. I think we that's should address true, that's it. That's fair. Sutnik is I'm hot, there. though, man. And I don't have no Jordans yet, by the way. Oh, that's right. We got to get those Jordans for you. I, yeah. Oh, I tell I you look. what. I tell you what. The chuckle, the chuckle, the chuckle heads, you know, yeah. they, can, they can buy Jordans too. 
So there you go. There you go. What? Wait. What size are you again? I'm a twelve. I realized I'm also a twelve because I I just bought shoes off uh, this site where they they didn't have halves, and I was like, oh yeah, I can't wear twelve. So send just send us just buy twelves. Yeah. And send them to either one of us or both based yeah. on you know. Very rare. I want like some public school twelves. Like I want the PS elevens. I want something rare. Yes, you know? get that rare shit. You can afford it, Chucklehead. You're a the, Chucklehead or a yeah, Sutnik. The, the OVOs. <laughs> then I'll then I'll be like, Chucklehead is the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. Fair, fair <laughs> enough. You can buy it off. But here's some new ones uh, from Sam Most sent in hot off the presses. These came yeah. in today. Okay. Because uh, yeah, the the episode just dropped. People get people load this thing up fast. All right, so we have. He says here are a few nicknames I thought of while listening to the pod this morning. To Cargamites. Ooh, I do like that. <laughs> I do like that. I don't that like guy? it because it's it's coach exclusionary, and I don't like that. <laughs> oh, that's fine. I mean, listen, I'm a Takargaite. What did he say that again? Takargamites. Takargamites. Yeah, like I'm like a cave fixture or something. Yeah, that sounds like people who laugh and eat Smurfs. I like that. <laughs> eat Smurfs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, like Gargamel. Yeah, or, yeah. I figured that out. All I right. like that. That's a good also, one too, man. He also gave us Giggle Buddies, nah, which I don't like. I'm not we a don't fan do of that. that. Here. Giggling. <laughs> <laughs> a little too close to molesting. I'm sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't think anybody has ever thought that before, Coach. <laughs> Giggling a little too close to molesting? Giggle. What? Oh, when you giggle, you do something mischievous. Yeah, like, that does know, seem a little maybe nefarious. Maybe not molesting. Maybe that's tickling. I agree. I confused it in my mind. And then but the other goes, one is a little too close to molesting. Laugh holes. That, uh, that, I don't like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> laugh holes. That is. Oh, weird. I get I see like assholes. I see. I was yeah. thinking like I don't want to be an asshole or a laugh hole. <laughs> yeah, that's too true. close to glory hole. I don't yeah, that. yeah. Uh, son of a giggler. <laughs> that's not on his. <laughs> son <laughs> son of a giggler. Be. Now that I like the son of a giggler, but giggling alone is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Son, of, son a of a giggler makes it sound like you're, you know, you're not even really a fan of the show. Your parent is. You know? Ah, son of a giggler. Oh, that's actually alluding to you being a giggler, which I don't right. like because I don't want to work for a giggler. You know, like yeah, I don't want to no, be associated I, with a giggler. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't want to be associated. So those are the those are the options for now. We've got Sutnik. Uh, we've got Takargamites, which I don't think is going to stick. People don't know how to spell my name as it is. Takargamites so I feel is like so ill. I don't mind it, but it's. I think it'd be tough for people to spell. It'd be mm-hmm. easy for me to say, obviously, because it's my damn name. But yeah. Those are your options right now, and keep sending them in, suttpod at gmail.com. We have a huge thing to address here, Coach. What's going on? Big, big news. We got to tell the people, because here's the thing. About a month, maybe six weeks ago, we mentioned on this show a little segment called Make Tom and Coach Laugh. I remember that. And we mentioned it once, and maybe twice. My, this email has been flooded with people sending jokes in. Uh, some of them really funny. Some of them, uh, you know, keep on trying. But uh, we haven't been, we hadn't been able to read them because turns out it wasn't totally legal. There, there was just some murkiness about the legality of it. And also, I wasn't clear in what we were looking for. So what we have now 
is a form submission sheet where you can send in your jokes and they'll come to me and I and and I can read them on the show. And I'm going to post it. It's I'll post it on my Twitter. So that's at uh, Tom A. Takar, T-H-A-K-K-A-R. I'll tweet it and post it on my Instagram and stuff too so that you guys can see where to do it. And then it's also going to be in the show notes. Uh, so if you click the little details of the pod, you'll be able to see it. But yeah, it's on Comedy Central's website under our podcast, Stand Up With Tom Takar. You can click on it and send your joke in, and it's all it's all text. I can't play your clips on the show. It's basically we want to get some short little jokes in here. Some people are sending like ten paragraphs, and that's my fault for not being clear. They're sending like their whole. Let's talk about what the expectations are a little bit. So what I would love, and Coach, you can uh, chip in on this too, because we're we're gonna be the ones hearing these. But I want like. No more than like a hundred words. I want okay. like a quick like think of like a quick joke. Let's say uh less th- let's keep it to a paragraph max. Let's say that. So okay. I think it'll I think there'll be guidelines on the submission form. Comedy Central put it together for us. We are very thankful to Nicole at Comedy Central for putting this all together. Uh she she put it together so that we could do it because for the first second it sounded like we weren't gonna be able to do it all. But people were excited. We got so many emails. So instead of sending me an audio clip of your set, uh, which I won't be able to play, so I don't wanna I don't wanna waste your time doing that, uh send in your jokes to this form on Comedy Central's site. Again, we'll be tweeting it out and all that good stuff. But uh and then I'll read my favorite ones on the show and uh see if it'll make me and me and coach laugh. Very exciting, man. Very exciting stuff. looking forward to see how funny our fans are. Yeah. I mean, some people are actual comics who sent stuff in, and I'll I'll read those for sure. And then some people were just like, hey, I thought this was funny, and some of those were really funny. So I got to read read a bunch of them. Some of them, again, were so long that I did not have time to get to, and I apologize. But I tried to get back to as many people as I could about their submissions. But again... Send those over to this new form we got. It's on Comedy Central's website under our podcast. If you click podcast, you can find it, but also we'll be posting the link. Um, we have a hot show today. I, I almost to it. I kind of just want to get to it. I, got I, to. I, I got a big, uh, I got a, a little comedy story for you after we play the clips related to, uh, to one of the clips. So I want to get to it. Uh, first up, I decided to pick a clip from Sam J, who has a new special out. Uh, but this is a clip from her Comedy Central half hour. And the other clip I got for you is from a man named Sam Marill, who I had a very funny experience with uh, over this past weekend. And I'll tell you about it after you hear the clip. So here's Sam J from her half hour on Comedy Central and Sam Marill from the half hour season four on Comedy Central. But I did, I was in it, you know? I was in a relationship with dude, I loved it. I loved my boyfriend, I did. I loved him as a dude, it sounds crazy, but I did. I loved him. And I was like, we could work this out. We could do this, we could have like weird eyes wide shut parties on the weekends. <laughs> Just get freaky and hang out, I'm down, you know? But he was too soft, he was a sensitive guy and it would aggravate the shit out of me, man. He would be so soft, I would get upset. I couldn't handle it, I'm an alpha, I'm so dominant. So he would say sweet stuff and I would get upset. One time he's like, oh, Samaria, you're so beautiful. I want you to be the last woman I touch. 
And my first thought was like, oh, this nigga's gay. <laughs> I'm dealing with a gay dude. <laughs> Why are you so gay? Because <laughs> I've seen myself naked in the mirror. I don't want to be the last woman I touch. What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> Have you not seen Beyonce? You a gay guy, man. Then I had a girlfriend, my first girlfriend, huge deal. Cause I didn't even know how gay I was till I met this girl, you yeah? know? I don't know. Cause women, we teeter, we do. We play games, you kiss a girl in the club to make your boyfriend's dick hard, you do silly shit. You're not always just laying over there, you know what I mean? So I didn't know, I was like, maybe I'm just grab titties in the club gay and not go down on a chick gay. Very different gays. <laughs> Very different gays on the spectrum. But I met this girl, I was like, nah, man, I'm going down on this chick, I'm ready. Huge deal, man, I was scared. I had to get myself charged up to do it. John Madden in the huddle, like, I'm gonna eat this pussy, go, go, go. <laughs> got this. I was looking in the mirror, like, you are a champion, don't worry. And then I got her home and she laid down on the bed and I realized I had never seen a vagina from this perspective. Like, I've seen mine from this perspective. <laughs> I ain't never seen it like that. I was not ready at all. I was like, oh, what the hell is that? Started poking at it like, uh-uh. Close your legs, let's go to church. We need to pray. You know, go ahead, pray this gay away, girl. We all living foul. But that's the journey, you go through the ups and downs. That's how you find where you're supposed to land, you know what I mean? And I love my wife, I do, it's, it's, you know? She's here and I love her, she's supportive, but it's hard. She doesn't say a lot of things I care about. <laughs> I didn't know that was gonna be a problem when I married. She talks a lot, but I don't give a shit about most of it. <laughs> most of it's just like, I don't, why, you know? And I got a feign interest, she knows when I'm faced. It's terrible, man. And I wish it was there, I wish she was saying things that were more valuable to me. I really do. I wish she had more valuable things. And it's like, I know as feminists, as women, we're like, yeah, everything we say is valuable. Our thought, it's like, yeah, her thoughts are valuable. But the shit that's actually coming out her mouth, garbage. <laughs> Pure garbage. This is not good stuff. <laughs> this is pointless, man. It's never in the clutch stuff. It's never things that are gonna save my life in the moment. It's never like we're driving over a bridge and she's like, hey, hun, crack those windows just in case we go off this bridge, land in this water, you'll be able to open the door, do the pressure, swim right out, save your life. Never information like that. <laughs> never solid. It's always just like, she, I'm in the kitchen pouring a soda. She strolls by, that's a wine glass. Soda doesn't go in there. Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Maybe I want to drink my soda like a king today out of a goblet. I got my own plans, mind your business. This is annoying. That's why the road is dope, it's freedom. You know, as a comic, I just get to go away. I gotta deal with it. Just get be on the road, live my life the way I wanna live it. I don't gotta live by her rules, you know? Her big thing is my weight, cause she's a bitch, you know? It's way all the time, eat this, do this. Like, fuck you, you married me fat, what are we doing? Why is this even a conversation? Plus, I don't give a shit. I don't care about being fat. I'm not stressed out about it. Because in America, there's always a fatter person. 
always. You will always find a fatter person than you. If you're so fat, you don't see him in the street, turn on TV. There's all types of shows about him. You'll figure it out, you know what I mean? Not worried about it. She wants me to get a Fitbit, why? Why, I'm not gonna do it, I'm not gonna do the steps. It's a dumb, we're gonna march, why? It's silly, it's not gonna tell you how many steps I did. It's only gonna alert you that I passed out during the SVU marathon. It's the farthest this thing is gonna go. I saw a dad in the coffee shop quizzing his son on dinosaurs. Like every 30 seconds, he would hold up a picture of a dinosaur and his son would be like, that's a stegosaurus. And the dad would be like, good job, Stephen, well done. Why are we quizzing kids on dinosaurs? I've never needed that knowledge ever in my life. It's never come in handy. It's never gotten me out of a jam. Never been driving drunk. Some cop pulls me over. He's like, what kind of dinosaur is this, dude? I'm like, a stegosaurus? He's like, step out of the vehicle. We should be quizzing kids on things they're gonna need in life. This should be the quiz. He just holds up a photo of the same woman, but slightly different pictures. He's like, all right, Stephen, what's different? And the kid's like, her haircut? He's like, very good. It's gonna get you to so much unnecessary bullshit. It's crazy, you know? Then another photo of a woman, he's like, is she angry? And the kid's like, she's gonna say she's not, but I think she really is. The dad's like, dude, you're fucking good at this. <laughs> you're better than me. That's why I only get to see you on weekends. <laughs> my uncle just got his divorce finalized. My mom called. She's like, you need to send him a card. I don't think Hallmark makes that card. <laughs> what would that card look like? Just a dude sitting in a studio apartment smiling? <laughs> you open it up, it says, we didn't like her either. <laughs> she sucked. They make the easy cards, Hallmark. Happy birthday, happy, happy anniversary, the easy to articulate cards. It's never a difficult card. Uh, here's, a, here's a card I'd like to see, just a picture of Darth Vader shrugging. You open it up, it says, turns out I'm not your father. <laughs> I ran into my biological father recently. I told my friend, he was like, is your biological father a good person? And I was like, if he were, I probably would not refer to him as my biological father. <laughs> Most people say dad. <laughs> I look exactly like him. I show my friend a picture. He was like, oh my God, it's like you guys were separated at birth. We were. <laughs> I liked the cool dad when I was a kid. My friend's dad would smoke weed with us. And I was like, this guy is cool, you know? Now that I'm older, it turns out he is not cool. <laughs> turns out he's a grown man that did drugs with children. So, quite the opposite. First time I met my biological father, he took me out to lunch, and the place he took me turned out to be a family-style restaurant, which, kind of ironic. <laughs> they should make broken family-style restaurants. You just walk in like, where's the waiter? <laughs> I think he abandoned us, I don't know, but... They forget to come out and sing happy birthday, they're like, we forgot, but... We'll make it up to you next year. Another guy comes out, he's like, I don't actually work here, I'm just banging the owner. Uh, I'll be your step waiter. <laughs> Is that one too real for the crowd? Sorry. It's <laughs> on the subway, I'm a New Yorker, and I, I saw a couple fighting, 
And as they're yelling at each other for like 10 minutes, a rat ran up to the woman's foot and bounced off and ran away. And she screamed, but her boyfriend just laughed in her face. And she was like, that is not funny. And he was like, it's kind of funny. And she was like, no. So I just went up to them. I was like, excuse me, miss. I saw the whole thing and it was funny. <laughs> I do this every night. I got a great gauge on what's funny and not funny. I used to fight with my ex all the time. She was mad I didn't cry during the breakup. She's like, you're not crying during this breakup, but you cried during that Magic Johnson documentary. <laughs> Maybe that should show you how out of touch with reality she is, that she thinks she's in the same inspiration category <laughs> as the greatest point guard that ever played the game. That guy played in the All-Star game with HIV. She wouldn't fuck me when she had a headache, all right? <laughs> I mean, Magic Johnson, I know we're in Boston, but that guy's a legend. Every, every endorsement, Converse, 7-Up, he never got Trojan, but I think he deserved to get it. <laughs> Who would have been better? If you were on the fence about wearing protection and you saw Magic Johnson's face in the box, you'd be like, we should definitely wear a condom. This is a commercial, you're coming out of a blackout, you wake up next to a very regrettable one-night stand, you see a little picture of Magic's face in the box, you're like, oh, Magic. Thanks for the assist. <laughs> That's, you know. Because <laughs> it's a fun AIDS joke. That's why. You know, it's upbeat. I guess women are better than men in, in some regards, too. Like, like, mass shooter, always a guy, right? I've never even seen a female mass shooter. It's always a dude. Women, they'll, like, murder their boyfriend or their husband, but not a stranger. <laughs> I think men and women kill the way they love. Men are like, I will kill anything. <laughs> And women are like, I gotta get to know you first. There's <laughs> a lot to be scared of, guys. Mass shooters, terrorists. I hate the terrorists, I don't. Some of you are looking at my eyebrows like, how much do you really hate the terrorists? You know? <laughs> terrorists and comedians have a lot in common. We both get bummed out when not enough people make it out to a gig. Right? I got to imagine they'd be like three people on a bus. I guess I'll do it, but honestly, I think I deserve better. <laughs> Boston, fuck that Boston bomber kid, right? Screw that guy. We all thought, I have family out here. I, we all thought the same thing when that happened, right? When the bombing happened, my first thought was me and my brother, we don't do anything together anymore. All right, guys, even if you don't like the content, the structure's fucking perfect, so loosen up, Jesus Christ. Funny, not funny, it's a thin line, all right? I'll give you an example. I'm on the elevator the other day, I farted, I laughed, that's funny, right? But then the door opened, a hot girl came on, I was like, not funny anymore, you know what I mean? Then it was my stop, I got off, door shut, she stuck with the fart, funny again. She goes to the next floor, someone else gets on, hilarious. <laughs> All right, you laughed at a fart joke. You're not above anything else, I say. For that's the new rule, okay? So hard not to get drunk in this city every night, isn't it? It's impossible. You guys are drinking. Yeah, everyone. I was drunk. I was at the bar the other night. I was talking to a girl for two hours. I tried to kiss her. She pulled away. She was like, I have a boyfriend. I was like, oh, okay. Then she said, even if I didn't have a boyfriend, I wouldn't really be interested. It's like, yeah, lady, I got it. Uh, <laughs> you don't have to reject me and then reject me again. Message received. Pretty sure that's not how they do it in auditions. Like, yeah, you weren't right for the part. And even if you were, you're fucking disgusting. So, you should kill yourself, is what we're saying.
That was Sam J and Sam Marill. Man, great clips, great comics. So good. Sam J has a new special out now on uh, on Netflix. And uh, Sam Marill has a special on YouTube, Comedy Central's YouTube page. You can see the whole special, I Got This. It's a whole new hour, and it's killer. It's uh, It's really killer. It was one of the first of these... You know, you these specials that dropped fully on YouTube for free, and it's got over three million views. It's killing it, and it's kind of changing the scope of comedy a little bit. And uh, Sam's Sam's killing it. Hey, coach, you've worked with Sam J in the past, right? I have, man. Sam J. Uh, we did an album for Comedy Central. It was very, very interesting. It was very, uh, it was a, it was a very intimate. Um, kind of album it's called donna's daughter and that album is based on this half hour that you pick which is kind of interesting so if anyone is is wants to hear you know a, a musical experimental take on that half hour please listen to her album donna's daughter wherever you guys uh you know listen to comedy albums but uh before earlier you were saying you had something crazy happen with you and sam morell i did this thing with this uh, Vice is doing this thing with uh, a buddy of mine, and uh, they where they were following me and him around doing sets this week, and I th- I think that it's just such poetic justice that they were like, okay, we can only film this one day, and sure enough, it rained the entire day, and we're the their footage is of us on stage, and it rains only during us, and then of course, just stops right after. Cut to Sunday night. I've done a full weekend of doing this stuff. I've been biking around from set to set. I feel like a real-life New York City comedian all over again, except for it's in the parks. And I'm supposed to do this show on a rooftop, and I'm so tempted to just cancel because I'm like, I'm burnt out. I've done so many sets this last week. But it's it's a 20-minute walk from my place, so I go, you know what? I'll walk over there. It won't be a big deal. It's uh, I'll just knock it out. Plus, I see I have friends on the show, uh, my Sam Marill and uh, my buddy Ron on Hirschberg. And I'm like, this this could be a fun way to see my friends do stand up and stuff. You know, that'll be nice. So the show is supposed to be at 7 p.m. At 7:03, the guy uh messages me back on Facebook, the guy who produces the show. And this is not a club. This is just like an independently produced show where it's just a couple of newer comics who put this together. This is what a lot of shows are. And what had happened was the rooftop they usually do the show on already had an event. And apparently they didn't know. So now they're in a situation where there's just like 15 people standing on the sidewalk in front of this building and they don't know what to do. They're like scrambling. They're like, we need to, maybe we'll wait it out. Maybe we'll get a new venue. I walk up to this scene and right when this is happening, this lady who has green hair, um, comes, she's like pops out of like her backyard. There's like a little alley kind of thing that she pops out of. And she goes, Oh, you guys need a place to do your little comedy show. I have a big backyard right here. And so they're like, are you sure we can use it? That's, that would be a lifesaver. She goes, Oh, of course. What do I care? You know? So then (laughs) this is like seven 15, eight rolls around. They've set up the shows about to start. Uh, as the show starts, she decides 
now she's going to start charging comedians money if they want to if they want to come in if they want to do their set of course because now she has leverage they've set up there's a bit of an audience there and <laughs> now she has some leverage she's also i think hammered or just an insane person and uh <laughs> <laughs> what's weird is so there's not really a light it's very creepy lighting it's not a good setup but there's there's some people and um the host goes up he does he does good my buddy ronan goes up he does good i go up have a pretty good i was happy with it and then at the end of my set she comes she just starts walking towards the stage and she starts just yelling i tell this story about my grandma and she goes oh grandma <laughs> i was like what? what what a weird thing to yell but i was towards the end of my set so i didn't really care i i get off and then there there's kind of a clog up because they i think they didn't know who was going to go next i think some comics were running late because there was this clog up at the door that a lot of people didn't know about where she was telling people they had to pay twenty dollars to come in, and they were like, "No, no, no! I'm supposed to be on the show." And she's like, "I, I don't care." And um, so then my buddy, who's in the backyard with me, he hasn't done stand up in five months. His name's Ben Moore. He's a fellow Indiana comic. He's very funny, and uh, he goes up. They they throw him on the show. He hasn't been on stage in five months, and about two minutes into his set, this woman just walks up to the stage. <laughs> The stage in quotes. It's a, it's just a portion of the yard that's farther from everyone else. And she just yells, You are the patriarchy. <laughs> she starts and he hasn't done anything like He's look, a white the, guy, like a good he is a, white, he guy is a white guy. He is a white guy. Uh and she did have I think like my buddy Ronan uh and I, she didn't she was very nice to me. <laughs> um but she she really didn't like him and the fact that he was uh, a white man and she made it very clear. But it wasn't like he was saying something like, "Oh, women are like this," and she just goes, "You are the patriarchy." And Ben has been afraid to perform. I, I don't want to say afraid, but he performing in Brooklyn does make him a little nervous because of exactly this type of thing. He's like, "Oh, they're gonna hate me because it's very very like." liberal and they're gonna be like oh you're a white man you're gonna hate me and i keep telling him no it's not actually like that that's like what the media <laughs> wants you to believe yeah you said that guy up man <laughs> <laughs> just this green-haired lady yelling you are the patriarchy and she's yeah. like not letting him really talk she's like you i hate you you got nothing to say here and then uh he's like i really don't know what's happening and i started filming then because as a comedian, Ooh. there's a certain joy you take in watching your friend go through this experience. And I feel bad because the tape I got on it, I am laughing so hard that it's almost <laughs> indecipherable what's happening. Uh. <laughs> I can't believe it is it is happening. And um, they they go back and forth for a while. She just keeps interrupting every, every once in a while. He's like, oh, I got I, this is the first time I've been up in five months now doing this fucking garden. And she was like, this is my garden, bitch. She keeps wow. calling him names. And like, <laughs> she, at one point, uh, she just goes, oh, hell no. <laughs> and it's funny because there's, there are a lot of black people at the show and they're, they openly go, I have tape of this. They go, why is she talking like that? Like, why is she doing oh, that? Boy, wow. she's a white woman. Yeah. And it's so funny. Then he, he gets her with this. She stands up in front of everybody and she goes, we're all on my team, right? Nobody says anything. And she goes, yeah. <laughs> it's huh. one of the hardest times I've ever laughed. 
Anyways, cut to Sam shows up about an hour and a half into the show. Uh, he he had thought the show was in uh, Manhattan because the address was also a Manhattan address, so it was confusing. But he has to pay a $40 cab to get there, which means obviously Ooh. a $40 cab back to his home. And it, him and Rachel Feinstein roll up. A car killers at this shitty backyard show. It's chaos out here. This would never have happened pre-pandemic. It's it's truly wild out here and a testament to that, you know, they bust their ass to write jokes and, and perform. But they show up and she has decided now that it's she originally it was like ten dollars to get in if you're a comic, then it slowly crept up and by the time Sam got up there, she charged fifty dollars for him to get in is what it was going to cost for for him to come back. And it wasn't a thing like, Oh, the yard's too packed. It was just this because people were leaving and uh, it wasn't like a crazy, it wasn't a dangerous thing. It was, it was not that it was not like crowded. And so I go, I'll just leave. I'll leave so that there'll be more room in the back here. If that's what you're concerned about. And she goes, no, no, no. I just have to charge $50. That's just what it is. Anyway, these guys, I'm pretty sure they pay her the money. I don't know if Sam paid it or if uh, the comics who produced the show paid it. Somebody paid her money for him to be able to go in. I leave so, and I'm telling her, I go, look, he just spent $40 to get here and you're going to charge him 50. And she goes, I don't even know what that means. Which is what she said? Just an insane person. And then, <laughs> and then okay. Sam gets in and he has a little bit of footage of this, but she immediately starts heckling him. And, uh, she, I think just a few minutes into his set, because I, I didn't get to see the whole thing, but he originally was supposed to do like 30 minutes. I think he only ended up getting to do like five. And there's video of her walking up and taking the microphone out of his hands and going, nope, nope, that's it. Fuck the fuck off if these are just jokes. You're an asshole. She uh, said that to Sam? Him. She said that to Sam, yeah. Uh, there's wow. video of it. You can check his, uh, if you go to his Twitter, you can see this whole interaction happening. And if you watch the video, there's, I also posted video in the thread of, um, of the stuff with Ben being on stage. It's just such a great comedy moment, but yeah, she takes his, he, she takes his mic away and then he, he just puts his backpack on and leaves. And it's, a, it's such a sad looking moment, but it's also such funny footage. I highly recommend checking it out, but I say all this to say, what a testament to Sam that he would come all the way to this shitty backyard Brooklyn yeah. show yeah. and do this and still be like, you know what? I'm, he posted, he's like, I'm still going to keep doing these shows. It's just funny that it's like this. But uh, I hope that I explained that in a way that it was uh, as crazy as it felt to us because it was, uh, that's not how comedy normally goes. That was one of the craziest <laughs> things I've experienced in this uh in this run okay we have a i'm gonna do a quick joke detective here before we wrap up because it leads us into our final comic so melissa Ravel writes love the podcast hi there just want to share with you all that i love the podcast i'm digging the term chuckleheads um mm -mm. I, I truly enjoy the selection of bits uh, blah 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 yeah, love coach um I also have a question for the segment Joke Detective. I was doing stuff around my apartment and streaming some stand-up on YouTube and heard but didn't see a great bit about how sugar is the true hardcore drug and legal everywhere. Uh, he mentioned that drugs like heroin and crack or meth had posters of sugar on their walls when they were teenagers. So funny, but I totally missed who it was since I was running around my place. Please help. Uh, thanks for the show. 
Um, Melissa, thanks for reaching out. And uh, fellow joke detectives out there, if you have an answer for what this bit is, send it into suttpod at gmail.com. I, th- I think I may have figured it out, though. I may have. I'm not sure. I think it might be from a guy named Michael Rowland. He has a bit about how cocktails are only good because of sugar, and then he talks about how sugar is the real drug. So it could be that. And because of that, I decided to play a clip from Michael Rowland to get us out of here. Unfortunately, it's not that clip. I couldn't find it on Comedy Central, but I know they have it, but I couldn't find it. But... <laughs> That's going to do it for the show today. Uh, we're going to go ahead and roll out this last clip, and then we'll we'll be back with the Takar rhythm. But uh, this last clip we have for you is from Michael Rowland's set at Comedy Central stand-up featuring. And uh, here's Michael Rowland. Yeah, I, uh, my name is Mike. I am from Atlanta. I was back there this weekend. Had a wonderful time. Got to hang out with my grandma. If you still got your grandparents in your life, hang out with them, okay? It doesn't have to be weird. doesn't have to be boring. Me and my grandma get high as shit on her pain pills, go get pedicures, woo! That's a great time. We used to do this thing every week where we'd eat dinner together at her nursing home, and I loved that, because we had this wonderful crew. It'd be me, my grandma, and her friend, Miss Kathy. Now, Miss Kathy's like 89 years old, but she's still sharp up top. She's got this rapier wit. I feel like we talk about anything. She'd always make me laugh. I feel like I could be myself around her, and she could be herself around me. It's like, yo, have you ever met an old person you vibed with? And you were like, damn, we could have been something. You know what I mean? Like if you were just 60 years younger or I fucked old people, goddamn. We might have had a whole life. Being up in New York has just made me very aware of how Southern my family actually is. Cause I'm from the city, I'm from Atlanta, but my dad's from rural Georgia, okay? Very Southern dude. Like my dad's so Southern he believes in God and aliens. At the same time, it's not mutually exclusive for him. He's just scared of the sky. You know what I mean? When I was growing up, he used to tuck me into bed and I'd be like, all right, buddy, say your prayers. You already know Jesus saves. And the truth is out there. Okay. Put the tinfoil hat on and say your prayers. Growing up, I used to get whoopers. He's like an old school Southern dude. used to get hit with the belt. If your parents hit you growing up, you know they like to justify with how bad their parents hit them? That's their thing. So my dad used to be like, hey, buddy, you're lucky you're just getting the belt, okay? Your grandma used to make me go outside, cut a switch, and she'd whip it across my bare ass until it bled. And her mom used to make her get a pistol, revolver, load one bullet in it, spin it, point it at her foot, pull the trigger, and if it didn't go off, she got choked out. So you're doing pretty good, buddy, okay? You're doing all right. Better just praise God and Lord Veracnu. Mm-mm. Long may the Lord reign. All right, that was Michael Rowland from Comedy Central Stand Up featuring. You can see that whole set on Comedy Central Stand Up YouTube page where you can also see Sam Reel's full hour special, I Got This, and a lot of other specials. So get on there, and uh, if you like the show today, just like Netflix has their algorithm, this is the Tom Takargorithm. Uh, if you like Sam J, I think you should check out my buddy Napoleon Emile. Check him out. He's really funny. And if you like Sam Marill, check out Joe Mackey. Uh, they had a pod together. You'll love him. And uh, I hope you guys liked the show today. Send in uh, your jokes to that form. Like I said, I'm going to post it on my Twitter. It's uh, at Tom A. Takar. 
and uh, follow Coach T at Coach underscore TEA. And uh, send in Joke Detectives to SUTTPod at gmail.com. And that'll do it for this week's show. Uh, Like, subscribe, share, all that good stuff. We appreciate you listening. And we'll see you next week on Stand Up with Tom DeCarlo. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.